is coming up now on Established in the Faith. Good grace and mercy, God help us today. There was a time when our churches stood against certain things. The disciples were doing everything they could to get water out of the boat, and churches today are doing all that they can to get water in the boat to draw a crowd. and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Freeville Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. How so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. We're going to be coming to you today from our very first drive-in church service that we had here at the church last Sunday because of the coronavirus situation. It was good to see our church family back at church as well as those of you by radio who came out and visited with us. The Spirit of God moved and we just had a shouting, horn-blowing good time in the Lord last week. And I want to invite you, if you can, to come on out and be with us today. The church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. The service starts at 11 o'clock. We just ask that you please allow enough time for parking and so forth so you can get a good parking place. Well, we're going to go right on into this song now, which was recorded back some time ago. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. Change 
Amen. During these trying times, Jesus Christ truly is the one you can trust. Praise God. I hope you've enjoyed the music and singing that we've had here on the program for the past few weeks. I know that many of you are out of church right now because of the coronavirus. And it's just our way of bringing church to you. And uh, we hope that you've been blessed by it. And uh, for the past several weeks, we've been recording sermons in front of a bunch of empty pews, which is a little bit weird. But uh, last Sunday, I was able to preach in front of a parking lot full of cars. And we're going to be doing this from now on until this virus thing runs its course. So come on out and be with us if you can. Our Sunday morning services will start at 11 o'clock each Sunday. We're located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina. Also, our Wednesday night Bible study and prayer meeting will be drive-in style. Uh, Those services will start at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Come on out and be a part of that if you can. We've just started our study in the book of Revelation, and we'll be glad to answer any questions that you have uh, regarding each chapter and verse we study that night. And uh, we encourage you to come out and be with us if you can. Now, as you know, next week is going to be Easter Sunday. And in lieu of that, we're going to be having a drive-in sunrise service. That'll be the only service that we have next Sunday. And that will start at 6.30 a.m. Now, if you have any questions about any of these services, uh, please feel free to give us a call. The number is 252 299-4234. Well, we're going to go on into the message that I preached last week in the parking lot here at the church. The Spirit of God moved, and uh, you're going to hear some horn blowing in the background from time to time. Don't let that bother you. Uh, That was just people worshiping the Lord. Let me go ahead and warn you. Some of what you're going to hear today is going to be a little bit on the political side, and uh, I normally... Uh, don't get involved in politics. But ladies and gentlemen, when sin is involved, such has to be addressed. So with that said, we're going to go on into the message now. I hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, would you turn with me, please, to the Gospel according to St. Luke. Luke chapter 8. Beginning in verse 22, Luke chapter 8, beginning in verse 22, now it came to pass on a certain day that he, speaking of Jesus, went into a ship with his disciples And he said unto them, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, We perish. 
Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. I want to use for a subject this morning, preaching a few minutes, the question asked by Jesus Christ, where is your faith? Where is your faith today in the midst of this coronavirus storm? Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I come before your throne of grace today. I thank you for this opportunity that you have given unto me to speak to these people. These that have gathered here in this parking lot, those that are listening by radio, CD, the internet, however they may be receiving this word today, Lord, I thank you for this platform that you have given. And Lord, I know you have brought just about everything to a screeching halt because there is something that you want to say. And Lord, I ask today for your anointing. I ask for a moving of your Spirit to help me to say that, Lord, which you would have said. And Lord, I ask today that you anoint your people to hear. Lord, anoint them today to hear and receive of your Word, Lord, that they might be edified drawn a little bit closer to you is my prayer today in Jesus name and everyone said amen and amen some time ago Haven my oldest daughter began Southern Nash Middle School, and they had a day of orientation. We went to the school that day, met with the teachers, got a list of materials that would be needed for the new school year, and one of the last rooms that we were to go to, the last teacher we were to meet was down in the band room. And yes, I'm a product of Rocky Mount Nash County Schools. I went there when I was coming along. We met with the teacher that day, and for some reason we had to go into the band room office to get something, and as I stood there in that room, the Lord began to remind me that this was the room that I got saved in as a child. The band room teacher shared the Lord Jesus Christ with me that day, and I got saved. I heard the Lord say to me that day, 
Let us go over to the other side. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. I got in the boat with Jesus and the journey began. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you today, that journey has not stopped from then until now. But wait a minute, wait a minute. I wish I could stand here and tell you today that ever since that time I've remained in the ship. But I would not be telling you the truth. There have been several times in my life where I got out of the ship and I played the fool. And I went seeking for things that were outside the ship. And let me tell you something, folks. There's nothing outside that ship for you but water. The water of the world. And it will drown you if you get out of the boat. Oh, but let me tell you something today, folks. When I found myself in that water drowning, the hand of Jesus Christ was outstretched toward me to pull me back into the boat. And I don't know who you are today. I don't care what you've done. If you're drowning today, and I know what that feels like, if you're drowning today, if you'll reach your hand toward His by faith, He will pull you back in the boat and He will save your soul. Glory to God. The Bible tells us that as Jesus and the disciples set sail, that he fell asleep. Now we normally don't think of Jesus as falling asleep. But there are several reasons why he fell asleep. And first of all, he fell asleep because he had been ministering to thousands of people that day. Everyone that came to him that needed a touch, he healed them. He never turned one away. And my friend, let me tell you something today. He's not going to turn you away either. If you'll go to Him, if you'll turn to Him, He will not turn you away. You may turn Him away. And like myself, there are some of you under the sound of my voice today. You have turned Him away. You played the fool and got out of the ship. But He'll never let you down. He'll never turn you away if you'll just turn to Him. But Jesus fell asleep that day because He was exhausted. He was in the flesh. And He had ministered to all the people. But there's another reason that Jesus fell asleep, and it's this. The disciples won't talking to Him. Mark chapter 4 and verse 38 tells us that the disciples put Jesus in the back of the boat. They put him in the back of the boat, 
They had been sailing and fishing all their lives, and they figured they had everything under control. They put him in the back of the boat, and they went on about their business, doing what they thought was best to do, and they ignored Jesus Christ going about doing their own thing. How many under the sound of my voice today, that's an apt description of your relationship with Jesus Christ. How many of you are in the ship today with Jesus Christ, but he's the co-pilot? He's in the back of the ship asleep. Jesus said in Luke 9, 23, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross daily and follow me. That means that Jesus Christ has to be first in your life. You've got to put him up front leading the way. Whenever Jesus is not up front leading the way, you're headed for a storm of troubled water. I went to the mailbox one day the other week. Got out of the truck to get my mail. And my mailbox was gone. Gone, it wasn't there. I turned and looked in my neighbor's yard and his whole fence was gone from one end slam to the other. No fence, gone. I looked on the highway and there were skid marks coming down the road. And there was a bumper laying there in the field. And on that bumper there was a a license plate tag that said, God is my co-pilot. I thought to myself, they should have been letting God drive. And I'd still have a mailbox. <laughs> but we get in trouble when we put Jesus in the back seat and we don't let him call the shots. And the Bible says that a storm of wind came down on the lake. It was a storm with hurricane-force winds that suddenly came down on the lake out of nowhere, threatening the lives of everyone, just like this coronavirus storm that we're facing right now. And the Bible says in Luke 8, 23, that they were in jeopardy. Let me tell you something today. America is in jeopardy today. We're facing something today that we've never had to deal with before. At least not on this scale. And I'm not talking about the coronavirus now. You see, we've had sickness in this country before. A hundred years ago, the Spanish flu took the world by storm. An estimated 20 to 50 million people died from 1918 to 1920, of which 675,000 were Americans. Then as now, restaurants, bars, and businesses were shut down. But I want you to know our nation recovered from that storm. So I'm not talking about 
the virus, but there is something we need to be concerned about today. I want to draw your attention to the wind that is blowing in this coronavirus storm today. It's very strong. The Bible says there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water, and they were in jeopardy. There were outside forces taking something out of context and putting it where it didn't belong. And it was threatening the lives of the disciples, robbing them of their peace of mind. And I've noticed some things this week. And I just want to read this to you. Brother Jimmy, this is what the Lord gave me this week. There are outside forces at work in this coronavirus storm that are very strong. It's robbing people, even Christians, of their peace of mind. And it's the wind of the liberal news media. It's really a bunch of hot air straight from the prince of the power of the air, Satan. Ephesians 2 and 2. He's the spirit that now worketh. Don't believe everything that's coming across the liberal news networks. They're twisting things and taking things out of context. Have you noticed this week that the liberal news media has opted out of the president's daily updates? President Trump has composed a task force of highly educated people during this coronavirus storm. If anyone knows what's going on, they do, and the American people need to hear what they have to say so that we can make up our own minds about what is said. But the news media has opted out of that, and they want to tell you what was said. There's a problem with that. This week, President Trump called it the Chinese flu. And he did that because the virus came from China. China tried to blame it on, the, on an American soldier, which if that was the case, the outbreak would have started over here. President Trump wanted to make it clear to the world that this did not come from America. But the news media took this, and they called President Trump a racist because he called it the Chinese flu. So you better be careful, ladies and gentlemen, when you go to identify a restaurant. You can't call it a Chinese restaurant no more. You can't call it Chinese food or Italian food. You might be called a racist. Go on, brother. Please, people. If there's one thing the American people need right now, it's hope. Trump said he felt good about a cure for this virus. He said they were testing it. He was hoping that everything could start opening back up around Easter time. And when he uttered those words, the stock market jumped tremendously. 
But the news media accused him of spreading false hope. The news media, they're promoting fear. They said that there would be no hospital rooms nationwide by March 23rd. It didn't happen. Did not happen, people. Maybe it's because of the work of President Trump's task force. But God forbid that they give the president any credit. When President Trump came on the other night, the news media showed about two minutes of it. And then they cut him off because of breaking news. They found out that this virus could get on your shoes. That's just common sense, people. How many of you out there lick off your shoes at night? That wasn't breaking news. That was just breaking wind. Hot air, that's all it was. They were breaking wind to scare people. What the president had to say was far more important than telling us about how dirty your shoes are. I know how dirty my shoes are. I know better than to lick them off, have them around my face. That's just common sense. The news media is not telling you the whole story. We were so close earlier this week to passing a bill to get doctors the equipment they needed to get the American people some money because so many out in that right now, they're out of work. People are dying. Billions of dollars are lost every day that this gets held up. And thank God they passed it Friday. But it was the Democrats, ladies and gentlemen, that held it up for five days. Why? Well, the liberal news networks, they wouldn't mention it. They, they mentioned it, but they didn't tell us why it was held up. They didn't tell us the whole story. It was the Democrats. The Democrats actually held the American people hostage this week. They took advantage of this crisis situation to get their own agenda passed. Listen to this. They wanted $100 billion for sanctuary cities. $500 million for abortion clinics. $35 million for the Kennedy Center. The Kennedy Center don't even need 35 cents, let alone $35 million. They wanted more restrictions on car and airplane emissions. More tax credits for solar and wind. And oh yes, I heard this. You can look it up and check it out for yourself. There were some that wanted to raise and pay for themselves. I can go on and on with this list today. But they turned a $1.5 trillion stimulus package into a $2.5 trillion stimulus package. They added $1 trillion worth of fat and pork that has absolutely nothing to do with this crisis at hand. 
One trillion dollars. Does anybody out there have any idea how much money that is? Well, let me put it into perspective for you. If you were to stack one dollar bills, one trillion dollars worth of one dollar bills, it would reach... 67,866 miles high. You think of that. That's money that we, our children, our grandchildren and great-grandchildren will have to pay back. What I've given you today is what the American people need to hear and they need to know and I hope they remember this come November. But the liberal news media is not going to tell you this, ladies and gentlemen. They're not going to do it. That's the storm of wind that's blowing in our nation today, and it's very dangerous. That of which I've just given you is more dangerous than this coronavirus, which incidentally, let me remind you, it can get on your shoes All right, enough of that. The Bible says in Luke 8, 23, that they were filled with water. So much water was coming into the ship that they were about to sink. I imagine the disciples were doing all that they could to get the water out of the boat. But the more they tried, the more that was coming in. With everything shut down right now because of this storm of the coronavirus, everyone is struggling, even churches. Churches are struggling today to keep the doors open and the lights on. And we've got a lot of visitors here today, and I'm sure all of you go to church somewhere. Let me encourage you today, and those of you listening by radio today, let me encourage you today to support your church. Support your church during this time. Well, let me just make a little amendment to that. If your church ain't preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified, you don't need to be supporting it. If your preacher's not preaching against sin and giving you the solution to that sin problem, you don't need to be supporting it. There are churches today that are deliberately letting the water in. They're not trying to get the water out. They're letting the water in. What in the world are you talking about, Brother James? There are churches out here today that want to grow the church. And they make their sanctuaries and their church building look more like a bar than a church. They're adopting the ways of the world and the things of the world. They're marrying homosexuals and ordaining them to preach. Good grace and mercy, God help us today. There was a time when our churches stood against certain things. It's hard to find a church that stands against anything anymore. 
It's hard to find a preacher today that'll stand against certain things. Why? Because the church won't let him be the pastor of the church. I'm the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church in Emet, North Carolina. But that's because this sweet congregation of people lets me be. And they don't hold back a salary or tell me what to preach. They let me preach what thus saith the Lord. And God help us today. We need more preachers with some backbone that will stand up for the word of God. That will stand against everything that hell has. Preachers, get off the golf courses. Preachers, get out of the bowling alleys. Get out of that fishing boat. Get out of that deer stand and get in a prayer closet somewhere. Get alone with Jesus Christ and pray to Him until heaven touches your soul. And you come out of that side room on a Sunday morning and you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ whether hell likes it or not, whether the congregation likes it or not. Oh, I'm off the sermon now. The disciples were doing everything they could to get water out of the boat. And churches today are doing all that they can to get water in the boat to draw a crowd. Oh, good grace and mercy, I've run out of time. I want you to notice... Luke 8, 23, the Bible says they were filled with water. Yes, there was water in the boat, but I want you to notice the terminology now. Look at it with me, if you will. They were filled with water. The disciples were so caught up in the storm, the wind and all this water coming into the ship, that this thing literally consumed them. It was all that was on their minds, and they were terrified for their lives. They were acting as if their lives were in their very hands. Have you noticed it? One of the first things to fly off the shelves when this coronavirus hit was the hand sanitizer he that has an ear let him hear what the spirit is saying how many under the sound of my voice today this coronavirus has consumed you to such an extent that it's all you think about you can't sleep at night you've allowed yourself to be filled with the water the fear the cares of this life and not the spirit of God my friend, I'm here to tell you today, it's time to wake up Jesus Christ. The Bible says in verse 24, they came to him and they awoke him saying, Master, Master, we perish. Why is it? Why is it when people get in trouble, they always seem to exhaust all other resources before getting serious with God? 
And I want you to get this picture, if you will. They wake up Jesus Christ. He's laying there in the back of the ship. He's soaking wet from his head down to his toes. He's covered in moss. He's covered in algae and seaweed. You say, well, Brother James, where in the world did you get that from? The boat was filled with water. And when the church deliberately lets the water into the ship, it makes Jesus look bad. Oh, come on, somebody. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying today. I said, when you let the water of the world into the boat, into the church, you make Jesus Christ look bad. Oh, good grace and mercy. I could stand here all day and talk about this, but I've run out of time. The Bible says, Luke 8, 24, Then he arose. Glory to God. I said Jesus Christ arose. Glory to God. Jesus Christ arose. Do you hear that Buddhist? Do you hear that communist? Do you hear that church? Jesus Christ arose victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Now President Trump said the other day, that he was hoping by Easter time that businesses could start opening back up. I don't know about all of that. But I do know this. That there was a tomb that opened up 2,000 years ago. And there was one that walked out of that tomb. And his name was Jesus Christ. And he took upon his shoulders the sin of the world. And he took them down in that tomb. And they are buried for every single person who will place their faith in Jesus Christ. Who he is and what he did at Calvary's cross. Your sins can be buried today. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. If you will place your faith in Him, He will separate your sin from you as far as east is from the west. He arose. Well, wait a minute. He didn't arise. In this particular situation, until the disciples started praying, started talking to him. Is there anybody out there hearing what I'm saying today? Come on, somebody. Got to flash your lights, blow your horn or something. You see, When Jesus got up, the Bible says he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And we look at that and we say, praise God. Thank you, Lord. Ain't that what you want? Don't you want Jesus to just 
stand up and say, peace be still, and just stop the, the wind and the raging of this coronavirus storm and everything, get back to normal, ain't that what you want? Yes, yes, that's right, amen. And I've tuned in to different Christian programming this week, and a lot of it's been positive. And we need a positive message right now. We're going through a tough time right now. But I contend with this. Unless we start seeking the Lord and crying out unto Him, truly repenting of our sin and mean business with God, this storm is only going to continue. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying today? I'm looking for the other side too. But it's time for the church to be the church and mean business with God and get on your knees and start praying to God and seeking Him in the midst of this storm. The Bible says there was a calm. Only Jesus Christ can bring about a calm in the storm. Glory to God. The government can spend all the trillions of dollars they want to. And that may bring a little bit of relief. But only Jesus Christ can calm the storm that is going on in your soul. My friend, let me tell you something today. You can have peace in your soul in the midst of this storm if you'll just turn to Jesus Christ. It's time to put Him first. Matthew 6.33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things shall be added unto you. Jesus asked the disciples, Where is your faith? And that's the question I want to ask you today. Those of you listening by radio today, where is your faith? Is your faith in some stimulus package? Is your faith in Walmart? Maybe I'll be able to walk down the aisle today and find me some toilet paper. No, you need to walk down the aisle of a church somewhere and get down on your knees and repent of your sin and Jesus Christ will cleanse your soul and He don't need no toilet paper. I'm going to go to the store today and find me some hand sanitizer. No, all you need to do is grab the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ and He will cleanse you of your sin. That's what is needed today. But no, the church and the rest of the world out here is looking about getting to the other side. You won't get to the other side unless you wake up Jesus Christ. And there's some of you listening to me right now. You played the fool. You put your faith in something else and you jumped out of the ship. And this coronavirus storm hit and you were drowning and now it's really bad now. And you've played the fool. 
If that describes you today, let me tell you, you can stretch out your hand to him today and he'll pick you up. And he'll pull you in the boat. If that describes you, I'm talking to some of you right now. It's time to get in the boat because let me tell you something, this boat is about to set sail. The rapture of the church is about to take place. For the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet him in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Some of you today, you're worried. You're stressed out. You need to stop looking at what the news media says and get in your Bible and read the Word of God and you will find that there is a calm in the midst of the storm when you reach out to Jesus Christ. All right. I'm closing now. I don't want to see no cars moving. I'm starting to close. God used this storm to reveal something to His church. Look at Luke 8, verse 25. The Bible says... They being afraid wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Only by going through this storm did the disciples begin to understand who Jesus really was. I wonder if that's the case today. If you're scared, if you're fearful in the midst of this storm, go to Jesus Christ. Stop looking at the news so much. You're just allowing the winds of false doctrine into your boat. Cut it off. Open your Bible. Go to the Lord in prayer. Cry out unto Him like the disciples did. And let me tell you, you'll find peace in the midst of this storm. Amen. The program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, 
I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (laughs) 